0: Hi, my name is Milana. I'm a 10th grade Avid student and the president of BSU. And over the course of the next month, I will be giving you the names of important historical and modern Black figures to celebrate for Black History Month. For today's episode, I'd like to talk a little bit about Maya Angelou. She was born April 4th, 1928 in St. Louis, Missouri. In her youth, Maya stopped talking for five years after being sexually assaulted by her mother's boyfriend. But after breaking her silence, Maya grew to be an amazing poet, award-winning author, and civil rights activist. She was and still is very respected, which is seen through her countless awards and honorary degrees. She was never afraid to speak her mind about what she was passionate about. She often spoke about women's rights, young people, the ignored, and the hardships she faced because of her race. She accomplished so much in her time here and culturally impacted the world greatly, which is present through her work. And that's why I decided to highlight her for today's episode.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Cougar Podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine. Faye. And Cam. And today we're going to be talking about cultural appropriation versus appreciation. So, Faye and Cam, what does cultural appropriation mean to you guys?
2: Appropriation to me means taking something or using something from another culture without acknowledgement or respect towards that culture that you are taking it from.
1: And also, just a side note, if anyone's wondering why Faye sounds a little weird today, it's because she has been banned from the school. Because she I got
3: COVID. She...
1: <laughs> no, she I don't doesn't. have COVID! <laughs> and we're on FaceTime with her. Yeah. I just can't go with but it's fine.
3: <laughs> what Faye said about cult- cultural appropriation, I feel as though, like... I, I, the same stance on that because um I don't know I just feel as though like I have a strong stance on that because like when you take someone's culture without any knowledge or like an understanding on it it can be very disrespectful
2: yeah and I I also think a lot of people get confused about the differences between cultural appropriation and appreciation because I think a lot of the times people are like well like how do you know that I'm like not appreciating it or like how do you like why do you think I'm appropriating and stuff like that but I think with that what are your guys's definitions of like what like cultural appreciation in that sense
3: cultural appreciation means to me like when you go out to like A different cultural food like food restaurant and then like you support the business or like you take time to um understand how the how it was made and like the background behind it
2: Mm -hmm. um personally to me I think it's just having that knowledge of knowing what you're wearing or what you're using or what symbol that you're portraying just, like, knowing where it's coming from and why it's being used and, and most importantly, not claiming it to be your own. Because that's a really big issue that's happening in, um, like, the fashion industry, through big corporations and all that.
3: Yeah, it's, it's weird to see on, like, TikTok and stuff, people using, like, do-rags when they're not Black and not knowing the the actual, like, meaning behind it. Because the meaning behind it is, like... To protect your hair when you're going to sleep and Mm -hmm. because like our hair is different from european hair or like you know just like different textures hairs there's different textured hair and people just wear as a fashion sense not knowing like the the true benefit for it
2: Mm -hmm. yeah and i think it's also about the implications of wearing of wearing stuff like do-rags because people who like have been like out and about wearing do-rags have been um, like targeted against. Yeah. And those people online are wearing those because they think they look cool and not understanding.
3: Actually, mm-hmm. My mom actually was like sent home because she was wearing a do-rag once. Really? Yeah. And she, the, she was told that it was unprofessional, but like it was obviously used to be professional like she had her makeup done like it looked to par
1: that's like Mm -hmm. a big problem like a lot of work workplaces um find like the way that black people style their hair is unprofessional but like that's like how they have to style their hair and I honestly love it like I don't I can't see how it's unprofessional and and I also wanted to touch back on what Faye said about um, fashion industries I noticed that a lot of fashion designers want to like put out a clothing line that embraces cultural um, aspects, but they have someone who's not someone from outside of that culture, culture model it. Like for example, Bella Hadid wore this, um, this yellow outfit for a, for a fashion show and she was wearing a hijab in it. So I just don't understand why not have a Muslim woman model it instead.
3: I I agree with that. It's also weird when I see like non Asian people wearing Asian represented, like, clothing, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, what's like the. Like,
2: kimonos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Chinese, um, like, traditional dresses like
3: that. Yeah.
1: I see Forever 21 are, like, places, like, with fast, fast fashion, um, put, put out dragons. shirts. No, like, put out shirts that are like that, that look like a kimono, but it's like a crop top.
3: Yeah. sheen Un- yeah, and, and stuff.
2: Yeah, I watched and I watched this video um, on Vice. And it was just people's own opinions. But they were talking about how, you know, it's it's not a problem to like embrace another person's culture. But if it's from like a business end, if they were to do that, and they want to like highlight the different aspects of like different cultures, they should hire someone from that culture to do that design. Because most of the time, it's, Mm -hmm. it's just like another person that's like nowhere near like connection to that.
1: Yeah. And if they wanna show appreciation to that culture, why I just don't understand why not have someone from that culture or spirituality model it mm-hmm. or even design it.
3: I also feel like these companies should as they like take from these cultures add a little bit of information to it. Just like there's something small. Like when I go on the websites and see like, I don't know something that i'm not used to seeing i want to like get a background uh, like understanding like of where what is this from yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah and also um i remember seeing like when i was in elementary school i would go into claire's like every other girl my age at that time and i would see um rings that have like the yin yang sign and mm-hmm. i remember being like what is that it looks cool though." But like, that's a big problem. Like, with fashion industries, um, using like something from a culture and just using it for fashion and not like giving it a platform or like, like explaining where it's from, if that makes sense. Yeah. Honestly, go
3: ahead. Honestly, until like now, I just, I just learned that the, what's it called again? The yin yang sign. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that it it had, like, a background knowledge and it was, like, offensive to other cultures. I just thought it was, like, a good-bad thing, you know? Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Yeah, and this is, like, a perfect segue to another thing I want to talk about, but we, like, we're only, like, 18, 17. We're, like, super young, and we've, like, we've been comfortable in, like, the society that we lived in. And so, like, as we've grown up, like, we see stuff through, like, fashion industries of media and we don't we're not aware that it's not that it's cultural appropriation mm-hmm. because like that's what we've grown up with no one has like taught us that that's offensive until we like kind of step out of that bubble and are willing to learn and like just kind of see how it's not as like what it seemed
3: yeah mm-hmm. as we learn about this stuff i feel like we should take it to um it, like just spread this the information like it's even basic to just tell it to your mom you know because your mom might wear something that's not of her culture and then Mm -hmm. she goes into public and then someone has something to say about it
1: yeah and also like with fashion industries like putting out um fashion that has cultural aspects or like a spirituality aspect um it just It sucks for the people who are actually part of that culture and they like they get discriminated against for wearing it. But once someone who's like a celebrity wears it, it's suddenly like trendy and it's cool and it's just disrespectful to that culture or spiritual spirituality.
3: It's like that with box braids. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if you guys know what those are, but like it's like braids normally worn by black women and now since is gaining more traction. I see white women wear like non-black women wear box braids, but have no knowledge of like, oh, why, why do we wear like 19 to 50 braids in our hair? And they like, the true meaning behind it is to protect like the curl pattern. And it was actually used to like store stuff in the slave, the slave. um. Oh. I, the slave trade trade route thing. I don't know, and um it's just it's also upsetting when I see it too because it's just like, m- like my sister has been like discriminated against because she wore box sprays or like, just simple as like my friends, and it, it's not right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like for example, in 1981, there's a discrimination suit um called Rogers v. American Airlines. And a black woman named Renee Rogers um, wore braids to work. And the airline prohibited employees from wearing that hairstyle. And apparently it was not seen as professional by that um, workplace, like I mentioned earlier. And anyways, um, Rogers found it was discriminatory against her and infringed upon upon her rights, which it definitely did. And the judge ended up ruling against her, saying she wore them because of the movie 10 that had just come out. And the white actress in that movie wore cornrows, which turned it into like a trendy hairstyle at that time. And people called them bow braids after that because that's the actress's name instead of cornrows. And that was just that's just a big example of like how black women get discriminated against um, just for wearing a hairstyle that they need to wear or to protect their hair.
2: Mm -hmm. And you also see that in schools as well. Um, like, students are scrutinized and, like, still judged for the type of hairstyles they wear to school, yet when, like, a celebrity like Kim Kardashian, like, wears it, and, like, they're praised, and they're like, oh, you're so beautiful, blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, and a lot of, I see a lot of people on the internet who aren't Black um, ask, well, it's just a hairstyle, why can't we wear it? I mean, like, you can wear it, like, you're not going to be... Immediately put into prison for it, but it's just extremely disrespectful to the people that where that like is from, like to black people.
3: And it also doesn't, uh, to me personally, it just doesn't look right. Like,
1: yeah. And it also, like, it comes out of like, like when black people wear it, it like stays in for like a week. Yeah. And then when white people wear it, like their hair can fall out, like it comes out in just like two days. And there's just like,
3: they're wasting kind of. their money. Yeah.
1: And it just doesn't look good with, like, that kind of hair. Like, straight <laughs> hair. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, like, but
2: I also think social media has made it seem that just cause, like, just because it's not your culture, you can't, like, enjoy it. Because I feel like, mm-hmm. especially when I see it on media and, like, TikTok and stuff like that, when people are wearing stuff and embracing it and, like, and if they are showing appreciation to it. People in the comments are, like, really quick to say, like, oh, you can't wear that or, like, that's not yours, which isn't true because just, like, it's cultural appropriation isn't, like, cultural appropriation is when, you know, you, you claim it as your own, and as your own culture, and you don't acknowledge the others. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can still appreciate, like, other people's cultures and, you know, their indulgences and stuff like that.
3: Yeah. I agree but so we were, also what yeah. go ahead
1: but also um the whole topic of cultural appropriation has become like this big gray area today to the point where people would even find hoop earrings to be cultural appropriation to like of Mexican culture and as a Mexican i love hoop earrings and i think that they look good on anyone <laughs> and i just it's also just confusing and controversial because who really decides what can and cannot be worn? And what if someone who is not necessarily white wears something from another cu- another culture? Like, for example, um, Beyonce wore something from a clothing line from Dior that was um, that was to celebrate Mexican culture, like Mexican equestrian culture, and Beyonce wore it. So, who's to say that's right or wrong? If that makes sense.
2: Yeah, and kind of, like, the beginning of what Jasmine was saying, like, this topic is controversial, but, like, it's, like, in a sense to where there's no definitive line to where saying that's, like, appropriation and appreciation because it's just, like, there's just a lot more to it and it's not, it's more complex and not, like, as simple.
1: Yeah, and also back with that Dior thing, they also, like, received backlash for that, um, clothing line that was supposed to that was inspired by Mexican heritage and was to like um, celebrate Mexican heritage they got backlash because um, Jennifer Lawrence was the cover of that clothing line like on that magazine where they featured the clothing line and but like they did also have a Mexican-American woman or not Mexican-American Mexican woman from that heritage modeling them and they had Mexican photographers shooting them but there was just like this big Like no one could really like come to a conclusion if it was appreciation or appropriation because yes, they should have had a Mexican woman as the face of that clothing line, but they also did show appreciation and um like towards that culture. Like I don't know, it was just really confusing. It was this was like a few years ago too.
2: Yeah, I think when it comes to big corporation and big brands and um and like the fashion industry, I think like and super like respect if they do choose to like highlight a culture and celebrate them I just think if they're doing something like that they have to keep in mind of how to do it properly Mm -hmm. and so that like you know that people don't take it the wrong way even though they have good intentions Mm -hmm. but I think if they're going to do that they have to you know keep keep in mind like everything
1: yeah and if they do face backlash for that they should just keep that in mind for next time and do better and um, show appreciation appreciation better.
0: Yeah,
2: and also there's like also a lot of counter arguments between culture appropriation, and they they say stuff like how if people um, let's say use like white culture, I don't know how like that would happen.
3: But what is what is white culture?
2: I know I'm like
1: guns and burgers and yeah (laughs) country music
2: (laughs) yeah like country music basically but like it's also it's also important to remember that assimilation isn't appropriation oh yeah no because an example of people of like people use um countering uh cultural appropriation was that we speak English which I don't know why yeah see that's
1: like where we like Enter this big gray area of like the topic, like
2: yeah, but that's just That's a there's some
1: yeah, but because there's a lot of people that don't understand that, and that's why like this topic gets that this topic keeps getting added on to with like a bunch of other stuff. Like I said, the hoop thing, and like now people are saying that it's appropriation to speak English. Like that's mm-hmm. why it's like getting more and more confusing. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's just it's so much to it that it's you know obviously we don't know everything. And like nobody will know everything, but it's just constantly educating yourself and Mm -hmm. like not being really quick to hop on a trend just because you think it's cute or you think it's cool.
1: And if you know, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that, like people have said that that would be appropriation, like just don't do it. Like, obviously, it's going to be disrespectful to that culture. So just don't do it. Unless it's like hoop earrings, wear them and rock (laughs) them.
2: Yeah, but personally, I think at the end of the day, it's a lot of big businesses and corporations that take so much from other cultures and popularize it. And then that makes like mm-hmm. citizens think think that, you know, it's OK that I do that because, you know, these big name brands are promoting this.
1: Yeah, but they're learning like I did. Um, I don't remember what exactly. What? Hold on. I'm trying to figure out which. Um company it was that like they received a backlash for like cultural appropriation, but they learned from that and they did better. and they um they ended up like using their platform to explain more about cultural appropriation and just give a voice to the people, to like to other people instead of like just saying, oh, I'm sorry in in like a post or something, which I think was really good.
2: And just to end this all. Um, just because you're not offended and you know someone who belongs to another culture or group that isn't offended, just remember that it doesn't speak for the entire
1: culture or Mm -hmm. community.
3: Yes, I agree. And with that, this is the end of our podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in.
1: And if you guys have any um, comments or questions or topics you want to hear us talk about, feel free to DM us at ehs.asb on Instagram and Or email
2: us at ehspodcasts at gmail.com.
1: Yes. And we'll see you guys next time.
3: Goodbye. Bye.